that do what I would uh, normally call my moment of honesty uh, segment here. And I'm just going to give my opinion on something. Now, some of you are aware of this already, but the mainstream media is now coming out and basically saying, yeah, the lab leak is more than likely for the uh, CV virus. Okay, it's more than likely the reason for it. And um, this is an article published in Forbes. It says, Timeline, how the CV-19 lab leak origin story went from conspiracy theory to government debate. Now, this has been pretty much confirmed in the mainstream media now. Okay, it went from being, if you believe that um, the virus came from a lab, you were crazy, you were a conspiracy theorist, to now they're all of a sudden confirming it. The same people that called you crazy are now saying, yeah, more than likely. And a matter of fact, I saw, um, I forget this guy's name, might have been Acosta from CNN did a um, segment on it. And I'm looking at it going to my, I'm thinking to myself, this is, the, the, I feel like I'm having an out-of-body experience because these same assholes just maybe even a year ago were literally, they were calling people such as myself wax, nut jobs, tinfoil hat, Alex Jones conspiracy theorist, right wing, right wing extremist, Trump supporter, QAnon, everything under the sun, right? Now they're literally just saying, yeah, it was more than likely it came from the lab, which we already knew that Fauci funded gain of function and everything else, right? Him and uh, Dr. Peter Dasick. Dr. Peter Dasick is on record on a podcast in 2019 bragging about how he was able to manipulate five different coronaviruses. Um, a, I, don't, I don't think it's still up on YouTube. It's probably gone. They probably erased it. But I'm sure if you go to BitChute or Rumble, you can find it. Just look up Dr. Peter Dasick coronavirus, and I'm pretty sure it'll come up. So anyways... Um, that being said, what is this for? What? Why now? Why? you See, whenever the mainstream media starts telling the truth about anything, you have to understand that there's a hidden agenda, right? There's a hidden agenda. Um, and I think I have an idea and maybe the answer. Uh, the rumor mill is that there's, there's this rumor that China is set to invade Taiwan. And they're set to invade Taiwan. Excuse me if I'm not getting into the news right now. I'm having a moment of honesty. Um, China is set to invade Taiwan because they saw that Russia was able to go into Ukraine. And they ultimately see that the U.S. is weak. Biden is an idiot. He's, he's no threat. They look at him as a punk ass. 
and America's soy boy liberal, you know, the military's woke. You know, they're not mighty men. They're not mighty warriors. They're a bunch of little woke, little soy boys. You know, they're, they're, they're not tough guys anymore. They're, they're, they're little punk asses now. Military isn't, the U.S. military is not what it used to be at all. They see that the government has turned into um, a little soft pansy, a bunch of little soft pansy asses. And they feel like if there was ever a time to go into Taiwan, it's right now. So anyway, U.S. intelligence knows this. They know that China is more than likely going to go into Taiwan. Because the precedent was set with Russia. So what the U.S. is doing right now, um, because you have to understand mainstream media is ran by the CIA, Operation Mockingbird. You have to look that up, Operation Mockingbird. And they are literally handed a script. This is why they all repeat the same thing over and over and over and over again, all day long. If you ever wonder why do they always talk about the same story repeatedly, it's because that's the script that they were given. You are not listening to the news. When you watch NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox News, even down to your local stations, Local stations get a little bit more leeway because they they have less of a um less viewership. Their viewership isn't as broad as the CNNs of the world or the Fox News. I'm talking about the Fox News cable channels. Um, so you may get certain truths coming out of local news, but either way. The point of the U.S. now pointing the finger at China for COVID is because they know China's about to go into Taiwan. China's been eyeing Taiwan for the longest, and now is their time. They know that the U.S. is in deep shit. They know that... um the U.S. can't take on Russia and China at once. As a matter of fact, China is now linking up with Russia, um, backing Russia, and they're supporting each other from, from what's being said. Um, and it's one of those things where the enemy of my enemy is, is my friend. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. It's not that China and Russia really give a damn about each other. It's that they both hate the U.S. And they're both striving to be the next superpower as the U.S. crashes and burns. Its economy, its moral state, um, and everything else. Everything in, the, in America is going down the toilet. People are just too stupid to realize it. People are just too goddamn dumb to even realize it. So now the U.S. is in a situation where they're like, okay, well, we have to back Taiwan. <laughs> so you had this fake-ass balloon situation where they blamed it on China, and it came out um, 
but I don't even know if they really even shot the damn balloon down. It might, the whole thing was probably, probably staged, but, um, it came out that, um, it was, you know, U.S. writings on it, that it might have been a U.S. balloon that was up there. And they blamed it on China and said China was taking information, um, using a surveillance balloon or whatever, and that it was a potential EMP, which could have caused power outages and blackouts and everything else. Could have shut down the grid. But um, they're pointing their attention at China so that when this situation goes down with Taiwan, when China invades Taiwan, the U.S. will um, have the support of the people because they want the people to say China is the reason for the pandemic. So look for that rhetoric. Look, look for the media to hype that up. There's more and more evidence coming out showing that China is responsible for the. Remember back during the pandemic, if anyone said that that the virus came out of China, you were called crazy. Because Trump even said that. He said it came from China. It came from China. Well, technically it came from China, but it was created by Fauci and Dr. Peter Dersick because they were doing experimental doing experiments with this virus in the Wuhan lab. It, the lab just happened to be placed in China when it was originally in um, North Carolina, I believe Chapel Hill, University of Chapel Hill. So anyway, that's just my little moment of honesty and what I think um, the reason why there's so much negative coverage now in the mainstream media about China is because the U.S. is probably in a situation where they feel like they may just have to go to war with China. Okay, so there's, that's that. That's the, that's the cause of it. Don't let them fool you like they're trying to report the news for real. They're not. All right, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are not even aware of this, so this is why I'm here. I'm here to report on this type of news. Um, this is like one of those stories that just somehow always gets, um, it just not just swept under the rug, but under the radar completely. The World Health Organization pushes for global vax passports. Yes, this is still going on. Okay. In case you didn't know, this is still going on. It says, and this is from ReclaimTheNet.org, it says the WHO laid out its plans for global vax passports in a series of proposed amendments to the international health regula regulations, a legally binding instrument that imposes <clears throat> various conditions on 196 countries when the World Health Organization declares certain types of health emergencies. It says as governments around the world wind down, excuse me, wind down their VAX passport programs, the unelected World Health Organization is attempting to make this COVID era surveillance tech permanent and global. Okay, so this is still going on. While you're sleeping, while you're paying attention to all the stupid 
stuff that's happening all around the world, this is what they're doing. Even though all of this information came out about the poppy, you know, the stick it in your armor, whatever you want to call it. Even though the truth came out about the shots, they're still pushing this. Okay, so just to let you know this, while you're paying attention to whatever dumbass situation is happening in the world, whatever new stupid, stupid ass celebrity gossip is happening, this is what they're doing. Um, it says the WHO laid out its plans for global vax passports and a series of proposed amendments to the international health regulations. This was in 2005. It says it's a legal binding instrument that imposes the various, and I went over this already. Um, I want to get to this part. Um, oh, here we go. It says the movement to amend these international health regulations called the um, IHR, International Health Regulations, it began in January of last year, which would be 2022, when the Biden administration quietly pushed for major changes. Shh, they did it quietly while you were sleeping. It says, since this initial push, other member states have proposed their own amendments and the total number of proposed changes now sits at 307. So there's 307 changes. Okay, while people were watching Putin and Zelensky trash talk it out about World War III and nuclear war and this, that, and the third, um, this is what the WHO, what the World Health Organization was doing. Because the real war <laughs> is on you. See, you're the carbon. When they talk about eliminating carbon footprint, they're talking about getting rid of you. Just ask the people in East Palestine, Ohio, when they lied to them and told them that the water is safe to drink. Yeah, they're doing the same thing to them that they did to the people in Flint, Michigan years ago with that dirty, polluted water. Okay. It says, um, let me get back here. Uh, did I did I miss it? It says they also outline how the World Health Organization intends to use its new powers to push global fax passports when it declares potential or actual health emergencies. In other words, let me let me make this clear and plain cuz some of you may be confused. What this means is at any moment they can they can just overtake everything, to overtake the government, to overtake everything. Okay, don't let them lie to you and tell you they can't cuz they will. So let me let me go through this again so you get it clear. It says the um it outlines how the WHO intends to use its new powers, these are new powers, to push global vax passport when it declares potential or actual emergencies. So not just actual emergencies, but potential emergencies. It says the current version of the IHR 
already allowed the WHO to issue recommendations to review proof of VAX, require VAX, and implement tracing of contacts of suspect or affected persons. So you can imagine what they have now. And this is a very, very long article. Go read it for yourself from Reclaim the Net. Um, it says these proposed amendments to the IHR greatly expand on the existing recommendations and lay out a framework for digital fax passports and other forms of digital tracking. Because what have, what have I been saying? Hmm? What have I been telling you this whole time? It's all about track and trace, monitoring you. They want to be God. They want to know where you are at all times. That's what I've been saying. That's what I've been um, implementing. Uh, excuse me. That's what I've been um, trying to get across. That's the message that I've been pushing, is that this really has nothing to do with who's sick, who's not. This has to do with them taking um, invading your privacy to another level. They already can track and trace you with your phones, and that's how stupid people are. They say, well, technically they can track us anyway. Yeah, dummy. They want to take it to the next level where they can literally go inside your body. It's, it's not enough for them to know where you are, okay? Um, it says, let me let me see here. I think there's one more thing I wanted to get. Um. Okay, I'll get this right quick. It says, next text, excuse me, new text has been added that allows member states to require documents containing information for a lab test. Require information, okay, documents containing information for a lab test in digital or physical format and information on VAX okay, against a disease. Another amendment, and these are newly given powers to the World Health Organization, by the way. Another amendment states that documents containing information concerning travelers' destination should preferably be produced in digital form with paper form as residual option. Okay, that's going to be a residual option and suggest that this will be used for contact tracing. So whatever I've been telling you, um, the pandemic was nothing but a test run. And I told people I've been saying it and people have been calling me crazy. I told you the pandemic was a test run. It was a military exercise. That's what Mike Pompeo told Trump on live television. He said this. Uh, live, we're in a real live exercise. He kind of pushed Trump to the side and told him, look, this is a real live exercise. Okay? So they got what they wanted out of that. Now they're about to move it up a level. Take it up a notch, if you will. They put certain things in place during the pandemic, but that was just a stepping stone to something even bigger. And again, I got that from reclaimthenet.org. You probably hear me read from that website like damn near every week. I, every week I I have a 
S load of uh, different news clippings, but for a site that's really supposed to be about internet censorship and, you know, keeping an eye on that, they really do a good job of going into things that I'm more concerned about. And um, kudos to them. Um, they they really, <clears throat> they're really on it. Like, they stay on top of this stuff um, better than most. I, I have to admit that. Better than a lot of these conspiracy sites. They really stay on top of it, and they do a good job of leaving the clips and the links so you can go check it for yourself, and I like that. I like that because it, it makes them um, more credible. So, like I said, kudos for them. But um, with that being said, understand that right now what you're seeing is you're seeing um, train derailments everywhere and they're making this claim that, um, and it's true, that they are there's toxins in the water. Now, imagine if they took that and said that what happened in East Palestine or another train derailment has caused some type of virus to um, mutate, right? Um, they're talking about some new virus somewhere overseas. I can't even think of it right now offhand. My bad. Sorry, y'all. But they're saying it's mutating and it's the most infectious disease and it's even more infectious than the CV-19 was. And so, again, they are not finished with the pandemic. You may be, but they're not. So we're going to see where this goes. We're going to see where this leads to. But just keep that in mind, that the the chemicals and everything that's spilling in the water, one of the things that they could go with, one of their plays could be, I don't know, but it could be that they use that to say, oh, no, no, this is disease that came out of it. And, oh, my God, we're going to have to lock down certain parts of the country. I don't know. I don't know. They may not do it that way. But it's just something for you to keep your keep your eyes on and pay attention because these people have something up their sleeve. This is a great article from thesociable.co. Uh it goes into this uh NQ tail biorevolution. The sociable.co. Biorevolution may advance human longevity, but also enable biological attacks and targeted assassinations. Okay, again, it could enable biological attacks and targeted assassination. Um, skip down here, it says, This month, NQTEL, IQT, the venture capital arm, for U.S. intelligence and national defense published a report, the biorevolution is implications for U.S. national security, economic competitiveness, and national power, in which the author, former executive vice president and current senior fellow at IQT, Dr. Tara O'Toole, outlined the dualistic nature of the biorevolution and she was on the Council of Foreign Relations, Department of Homeland Security, Department of Energy, Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security, and the Dark Winter Pandemic Biowarfare Simulations. <clears throat> okay. So it says here, um, 
um, according to her, our increasing capacity to use biology to serve human purposes stem from one of the most significant scientific insights of the past century. Life is written in code. Biology is programmable. So, again, here we go with that. Here we go, you know. It's all about that. It's all about programming. Um, I want to skip down here and kind of get to the point. It says, but as, but as with all powerful technologies, biotechnologies are dual use. Okay. And um, it could be used for different purposes to include the creation of new bioweapons and targeted assassinations of individuals or groups. Uh. So, this is, um, this is important to understand because for years, uh, people such as myself and other truthers have talked about this, uh, bio attacks, targeted attacks. They even have, um, race specific, uh, bio weapons where they could target, um, certain races. And I'm of the, I'm of the thought, the mindset right now, where I believe that they're targeting everyone because they are rolling out their, uh, globalist new world order depopulation agenda. So I, I don't, I know they have race, uh, specific bioweapons, but I think that right now, I don't think they care. Um, I think that 2020 proved that. I think that they're at the point where uh, for some time they were experimenting on, you know, Africans heavy. They were doing that hard body. And um, there was an article released by the Washington Express, which was a publication under, it was a free publication under the Washington Post. Um, there was a publication back in 2007. I believe it was, I forget the exact number, but a number of British doctors were caught injecting children that never had sex with HIV. Okay. And they served a 10-year prison sentence. So anyway, just understand that um this is very real. This could be very dangerous. These are the times that we're living in. And um let me see if there's more to this article. It says uh the idea of using technology and genetic editing to augment humans beyond their natural uh, capabilities as opposed to simply treating injuries or illnesses is one loaded with ethical concerns. For example, the Pentagon is investigating how to fund fundamentally 
alter what it means to be human. Let that sink in. They are, this is, I mean, think about this, man. There was a time when this was considered crazy talk. Remember? Remember back in the day when things were supposedly normal? When the New World Order used to hide their agenda? <laughs> Remember that? Remember that? Now they just come out and tell you. You will own nothing and you will love it. <laughs> right? Um, you know, they're telling you that the future is for the robots. We don't need humans anymore. <laughs> you will have a QR code and you will be tracked and traced. We, we will be implanting chips into your brain in the future. Uh, that's how far along we've come. But the Pentagon is investigating how to fundamentally alter what it means to be human. Why? Because you're about to be replaced. Like I've been telling you, all signs point towards a first, first a killing off of most of humanity, mankind supposedly, right? And then from there, the AI will be the new man, whatever I've been telling you. So this is why they're going to change the definition, the meaning of what it means to be human. And they're going to play word games with it. Like, well, you're not technically a human. They're going to come up with a new definition of what it means to be human. Uh, it says the Pentagon is investigating how fun, how to fundamentally, excuse me, alter what it means to be human, funding research into creating superhumans that are smarter, faster, and stronger through uh, through human performance enhancement. <laughs> you cannot make this up. <laughs> yeah. Says, if successful, <laughs> these people would have the potential to never tire and think smarter, move faster, jump higher, see further, hear better, hit harder, <laughs> live longer, adapt stronger, um, and calculate quicker than any other human being on the planet. So it says um, in the article, it goes on to tell you, and I would suggest you go and read it. It says humanity as we know it may split into an entirely new species. So you will have the edited and the unedited human species. So they're going to get you one way or another. This is, this is proof right here. I believe it was called Operation Paperclip. But they said that the Nazis didn't lose the war. They simply relocated. And some say they went to... Was it Argentina, Australia? And more importantly, they became the scientists inside the United States of America. And matter of fact, George H. W. Bush's father 
believe it was his father, either either his father or his grandfather, Prescott Bush, was involved in the Nazi experiments. Um, you know, when you look at everything that happened during the pandemic and the mRNA vax and all of, all of the information that is coming out about that, don't worry, Spotify, I'm not going to go into detail. I know you're quick to hit the button and shadow ban me. But if you look into everything that went on with that and the experimental shot, right, which you forced on everyone if they wanted to keep their livelihood, um, you can see that the Nazi experiments continued after the war. You can see that, and it's obvious. And the programs continue to this day. To this day. That's why you have this mass push towards um, changing the definition of humanity, merging man with machine, because this is what they were doing back then. And I don't want to use the magical word, okay? But back then, during that time, during the war, they were doing that then, and that's what they're doing now. They are experimenting. We are, we are moving away from the experimental phase and into the operational phase, where man will be no more what it once was, if these people have their way. Okay, so in case you haven't heard this story already, um, by the time I release this, you may have already. Zero Hedge reports that ransomware, there has been a ransomware attack on food giant Dole, and it temporarily shuttered U.S. production. I don't know if the news is going to cover this. Um, CNN did post an article about it. But anyway, it says um, Dole Food is one of the world's largest producers and distributors of fresh fruits and vegetables. An alarming report reveals the company temporarily shuttered all operations across North America after a cyber attack earlier in February, says um, Dole sent the memo to supermarkets after customers complained about its prepackaged salads, which include salad blends, salad kits, and ready-to-eat salads being out of stock. It says here in the quote, our plants are shut down for the day and all shipments are on hold. Please bear with us as we navigate our way and hopefully we will minimize this event. That's the um, internal memo. Um, but 
let me let me jump down here. It says uh, Dole PLC announced today that the company recently experienced cybersecurity, they excuse me, a cybersecurity incident that has been identified as ransomware. Okay, now again, this came from Zero Hedge. I brought this up to point out that there is an obvious attack on food. And I have been telling people for the longest time that one of the events that you can expect, and as a matter of fact, even the globalists, the face of the globalist elites, Klaus Schwab has told you to expect a cyber attack. So if you wonder why every week I keep harping on this, this is why. Now, this is a twofer. And what I mean by twofer, I mean um, ever since Biden got in the White House, there has been an, an attack on food plants cattle, chickens, eggs, and the leader, not the leader, but the face, excuse me, I say the leader, but I mean the face of the New World Order, or at least their agenda, Klaus Schwab. He is not the leader, he is the face of it. I want to make that clear. Klaus Schwab has told you that there is going to be cyber attacks. Now, they say that he didn't say there will be cyber attacks. But you have to understand the way the globalists operate. Whenever they warn you that something can happen, expect it to happen. Okay? So... In a minute, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring this up um, and just give you a little reminder of what's been happening for the past at least two years, okay? All right, this is from the Gateway Pundit, and this was published on June 11th, 2022. It gives a list of U.S.-based food manufacturing plants that were destroyed under the Biden administration. Now, again, the mainstream media is downplaying this. Uh, I want to jump straight down, straight down from the article. It says, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, there are currently no nationwide food shortages in the country. I'm going to go down, go down, go down. It says, um, as the Gateway Pundit previously reported, at least 18 major fires have erupted at food industry facilities and plants over the past six months. So remember, this was back in June of 2022. Since all of the fires have been officially listed 
as accidental or um, inconclusive. So that's the point, like I was saying before. That is the point. Now, the reason why uh, USA Today felt the need to mention Bill Gates and eggs and chickens and all of that is because he's one of the people that's with this Beyond Meat crap. He has stock in that. Matter of fact, I believe he may be the owner. But all of this, it's either Impossible Meat or Beyond Meat. Uh, but both of them are just, you know, when it comes to this lab-based meat, um, they're trying to push people towards that and understand in order for them to justify making people go towards that, because they do want to do that, by the way. Right now, it's an option. Like, hey, try our Impossible Burger. You know, try our try our Beyond Meat, which that stock is failing, by the way, if you haven't noticed in the news. I think I posted it on Jamaro1290.com and real, realjamaro.com. Um, they want to force people into this lab-grown meat. And in order to do that, you have to make the claim, or one of the ways is to make the claim that there's an actual food shortage, especially with meat. That's why meat is being targeted the most. Um, farmers have been complaining about their chickens not being able to lay eggs. And one lady exposed that her chickens weren't laying eggs because of the feed, the chicken feed. Okay, so they're putting something in, in the chicken feed to cause the chickens not to be able to produce eggs. So it says here in this article, I'm going to get back here because I'm about to go on a goddamn rant. It says, now this is, <laughs> excuse me, now this, a Gateway Pundit reader sent us an updated list of U.S.-based food manufacturing plants that were damaged from 2021 to 2022 under the Biden administration. These, uh, it says, this data, it was first published at Think Americana. Okay, so they had a list of 98 plants that have been destroyed. Maybe I'll read a couple of them. Uh, says the fire destroyed 75,000 square foot processing plant in Fayetteville. That was in um, January of 2021. I think I remember that. That's when I first noticed what was going on. Um, a fire ignited inside the Smith Smithfield Foods, Foods Pork Processing Plant in Illinois. Um, that was April of 2021. July 25th, 2021, three alarm fire at Kalog plant in Memphis. Um, July 30th, 2021, firefighters on 
Friday battled a large fire at Tyson's River Valley ingredients plant. Another one at a Pat Patak uh, meat production company, JBS beef plant. And I can go on and on and on. And it goes all the way down. And this is all over the country, Maryland, or um, Iowa, South Dakota. Um, this is all over the country, New Hampshire. Man, this, this list is long. It's, this is, remember now, this was published in June of 2022. Let me see. Let me make sure here. Yeah, in June of 2022. And then I believe the list was updated all the way up to August of 2022. Okay. So just understand what they're trying to do. I'm only telling you this, and I know that it's not really exciting news or anything, but I'm only telling you this so that you can get it in your head what the idea, the big idea is. You will eat the bugs. That is what the globalists have been saying. They've had celebrities come out and eat bugs on TV to try to make it look like it's cool, like it's the trendy thing to do. They've had talk show hosts do it. So when you see this in the near future, you're going to be, I, I promise you, I promise you, you know tomorrow not going to lie to you, right? I promise you, you're going to see an upkick in that. You're going to see your favorite celebrities talking about, yeah, man, I eat the bugs. They're going to have, they will be rapping about it. And <laughs> you, you, it's just like with the Vax. It was the same thing. Remember they had Juvenile rapping about the Vax? It's going to be the same thing with the bugs. Because they, they have to convince you to get on board. That's going to be the first uh, try or first attempt to get you to eat the bugs. But if you don't go along with that, then they'll just kill your cattle. You won't stop eating beef, fine, but we'll just kill the cows. <laughs> you won't stop eating chicken, fine, they just won't produce eggs. That's how that'll work, you see? Um, so anyways... There's that. Plus, you had the cyber attack on Dole. So that could be another way, another ploy right there to say, oh, uh, the cyber attack. So they're getting two fours, right? They're getting two for one. They're getting the cyber attack, which Kyle Schwab said was going to happen or alluded to it or warned you about it. And they're getting the um, whole food shortage agenda up and running at the same time so these times that we're living in right now things are going to get real serious real fast you can bet on that 